Hi, folks. This is Jesse Cope. Back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. Sure to appreciate you joining me and giving me a little bit of your time today, wherever that puts you in your day. Whether it's vacuuming or doing dishes or laundry or cleaning or driving up and down the road. Conference period, lunch break, coffee shop. Man, that sounds kind of nice right now, sitting in a coffee shop. Hmm. Wherever you're at, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you joining me. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, thank you so much. I'm very grateful when y'all tell others about it and help it to grow. Homestead, weather's turned off. Pretty cool. Not extremely cold, but cool. I will tell you that one addition within the last year or so in our old farmhouse has been a kerosene heater. And man, I will tell you what, it sure is nice. <laughs> if any of y'all have grown up in a old, cold farmhouse, you know that a kerosene heater on cold mornings is pretty nice. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it. Be with them. Guide them. Protect them from evil. Be with our nation, Lord. Be with those who lead us. Help us to turn back to you as individuals and as a nation. Help us to turn our hearts to you. To not trust in our own understanding. Be with those in our military who are overseas or in tough spots even here at home. Be with our law enforcement. Give all of them wisdom, courage, discernment. And guide my words here, Father. In your son's name we pray. Amen. All right. We're going to get back into this. I kind of felt like I ended the last podcast poorly or babbling. Maybe I sounded like a John Adams babbling newborn. I'm sure I, I, I do sometimes. I'm sure sometimes y'all are listening and going, what was he talking about? And that's just a failing on my own part, folks. So I apologize. I intended to read a couple more Bible verses. So if I can find them rather quickly, if you'll bear with me, I will read those that kind of 
they talk about this deceitfulness of the heart, or they illustrate that. Uh, and our founders, they had a pretty good understanding of that, which is why they arranged the government the way they did. You know, one of the things I meant to talk about briefly yesterday was the Electoral College and the push that you see today from the left to get rid of it and go to a popular vote, which we're, we basically already are, folks, because we've gone so far astray from what our founders intended. The idea that every single person has a right to vote somehow, even when they're not putting any money or skin in the game, is just ludicrous. Uh, our founders would have never countenanced that. There has to be, you have to have some kind of skin in the game, folks. I mean, you would never go into business with somebody where one of you was putting in all the capital, but both of you got an equal vote on how to spend that capital. That's just it's insane. It, it wouldn't happen. There would have to be some kind of, of majority of power with the person that was putting all the skin on the line. So, and, and you just, it's just another example. You know, it's one more check that we have that the left is trying to break down and get rid of taking us toward socialism, communism. And it's nothing new, folks. I mean, the, the scary part is it's nothing new and we know where we're going. You look at China, the hundreds of millions that Mao killed. You look at Stalin, the tens of millions that he killed and the policies that they enacted. You look at Nazi Germany, the, the world war that they started through fascism. You know, so the socialism, communism, fascism, Nazism, right, uh, leftism, both the comforting and the discomforting aspect of this is, is we've seen it before. We know where it goes. And we can avoid it. That's, that's the comforting part of that. If we just will, if we'll just wake up and look around and go, man, this is a bad idea. Uh, let's let's not do this again, but we don't we don't seem to want to do that. Proverbs four, verse twenty three. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Uh, there's a number of different ways that that verse is said, but I've always liked that since I started reading Proverbs uh, a decade or more ago. I guess more now. And that one has stuck with me. Guard your heart, for out of it come all the issues of life, right? It matters what we pay attention to, by the way, folks. That's one way to take this verse. What you read each day or don't read, what you watch, what you listen to, the music that you think, oh, I'm not listening to the lyrics. Your brain is. You hear them. You may like the beat, but your brain's listening to the words. The, 
the shows on Netflix or Hulu or Prime or whatever that you're watching. Everything you take in, folks, makes you just a little bit more one way or the other. Like C.S. Lewis said, a little more like the devil or a little more like Jesus Christ. You're never stagnant. Never stagnant. The second one I wanted to read today is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. There we go. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I'm going to read the next couple of verses just because they kind of tie in. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Matters what we look at, folks, what we pay attention to, what we watch, TikTok, Instagram, Reels, Snapchat, YouTube. Whatever it is you're paying attention to, it has an effect on you, huge effect. But the, the heart is what I wanted to get back to, the heart being deceitful. Those of us that have been through relationships and breakups and whether you're talking about emotional, like girlfriend, boyfriend, or even business dealings. So often, our heart tells us one thing. And if we, we don't pay attention to what's really going on, if we don't look at the actions, we get tied up in a situation that is not at all what we thought it was. And some of y'all know that lesson really, really well. You get into this relationship with this boy or this girl, you get into this business dealing and you, you start listening to your heart and you ignore the actions because you really want to believe that they're a good person. You really want to believe that they care about you. You really want to believe that they're uh, an honest partner in business. But their actions are telling you something completely different. The heart can be really deceitful. John Quincy Adams, I believe myself sincere, but the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. I do not believe the total depravity of man, but I am deeply conscious of the frailty of my own nature. You have to have a little bit of of not false humility, folks, but really true understanding of our own natures as humans. I like how John Quincy Adams here, I like how he says he doesn't believe in the total depravity of man. There's some out there that would tell you that, especially when it's people they don't like, they look at a person, they say, well, there's absolutely nothing good in that person. Okay. Those are pretty rare instances, folks. You talk about your, what is it, psychopath or sociopath or whatever it is, one of the two, where there's just absolutely no connection with society. They, don't, they, they really don't care at all about anybody else. Those are pretty rare. Extremely rare from what I've been told. 
but each of us knows our own nature. Sometimes even when we think we're really being sincere, there's an angle that we're working. Not always, folks. But, but if you knew that about yourself, as we should, and you really wanted to be better, what would you do? You would install some guardrails somehow. You would put some checks and balances in there. On a personal level, maybe that's friends. Maybe it's just really pouring into the Bible and prayer. But you, you want some checks and balances. And that's what our founders set up. They, they knew that giving all the power to the executive branch or the legislative branch or the judicial was a bad idea because they knew if power got concentrated in one or even a few men, especially in the majority, and it was unchecked, it was going to turn into despotism, totalitarianism. It was going to turn really ugly, which is what we see, which is what we see. You kind of get a, you, you get a pretty decent idea of it just in the last 15 years. I say the last 15 years, folks, just because it's sped up then, but, but it's been coming. But these executive orders that are coming out of the executive branch now that just kind of decide what they're going to do and just bypass Congress. You know, the really interesting thing about a lot of leftist citizens is they don't seem to know enough history or worse yet, they think they're going to be the ones that are on the, the good side. To realize that as soon as those who really support communism, socialism, their own ideology, leftism, get into power, they're often the first ones, right? Like the academics are often the first ones that get crucified. At any rate, George Washington, a just estimate of that love of power and proneness to abuse it, which predominates in the human heart, is sufficient to satisfy us of the truth of this position. The necessity of reciprocal checks in the exercise of political power by dividing and distributing it into different depositories has been evinced by experiments ancient and modern, some of them in our own country under our own eyes. The overall point here, folks, is that our founders read the Bible, understood the Bible, used it to help set up the government. One of the ways 
in which they did that is they knew that the heart was deceitful and they wanted to make sure that there were checks and balances on that heart of man. There's a psalm that I wanted to read. And I think we have enough time left today to do it. So we're going to flip to it real quick, if I can. And maybe that'll kind of tie up the podcast for today. It's out of Psalm 83. And it's not the, not the whole psalm. Just the first four verses. O God, do not remain quiet. Do not be silent. And O God, do not be still. For behold, your enemies make an uproar. And those who hate you have exalted themselves. They make shrewd plans against your people and conspire together against your treasured ones. They have said, come and let us wipe them out as a nation, that the name of Israel be remembered no more. For they have conspired together with one mind. Against you they make a covenant. I didn't indeed intend to read the fifth verse, but I think it fits pretty well. I was, when I read that the other day, I just thought about, you know, you don't know the hearts. We, we have enough trouble discerning our own hearts. It's very hard to discern the hearts of others. But what you can tell, what you can see, our actions. So if you're, you've got a best friend, right? And they claim you're, they're your best friend and you believe they're your best friend and you get in a really tough spot and it's in the middle of the night and you call them. There's going to be a world of difference between whether they answer and talk you through whatever problem you're having or come over and sit with you or help you if you've got something, you know, like it can be something, whatever it is, somebody needs to go to the hospital, water leak. There's a world of difference between when you call and get help and comfort versus if you call and they tell you, no, no, I, I can do it tomorrow, but I can't do it right now. That's an action. You look in a marriage, there's a whole different world between, regardless of how often your spouse tells you that they love you, between them showing you that each day, you get up, they help you around the house, they do whatever it is 
you want to do that day right, go for a walk, hold hands, make love, whatever it is. There's a world of difference between that and when you have a spouse that tells you that they love you, but they give all their time to phones and TV and shopping, friends, sports, whatever, which we talk about so often. The left, folks, this, this verse struck me about trying to destroy the nation, right? They have said, come and let us wipe them out as a nation. No matter what the left says, that's what they're doing. No matter what is in their hearts or they think is in their hearts or they say is in their hearts, no matter what their good intentions, what they claim they are, the fact of the matter is the left is destroying America. God bless y'all, your families, your marriages. God bless America.